You've come to the right place. If you're a course creator looking to build more impact, income, and freedom, LMS Cast is the number one podcast for course creators just like you. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of the most powerful tool for building, selling, and protecting engaging online courses called Lifter LMS. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm joined by two lovely chaps, Rob and Kennedy, from across the pond. They are from Response Suite. You can find out more about that at responsesuite.com. It's a survey funnel building tool, which we'll get into in a little bit. And they also are experts in something that can help you, the course creator out there, with getting more leads, getting more sales, being more conversational with your audience because they are an experts in email marketing and they have a podcast called the email marketing show. Welcome to the, welcome to LMS cast fellas. I don't think we've ever been described as lovely chaps before. Never. <laughs> Many different words have been used, but never lovely chaps. <laughs> hey, hey mate. Good. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Good to see you. Yeah, you bet. And if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast tool, check us out on YouTube. Um, they've, these guys have got a great studio and you'll, you'll see the, the duo in action here. And hair. Um, Amazing studio and hair. <laughs> absolutely. Amazing. Ab- absolutely. So for the, the course creators out there, um, one of the challenges they have is they have to wear multiple hats. They have to be an expert. They have to be a teacher. They have to be a community builder, which involves like building the email list and communicating with people after they, they purchase. Uh, they have to be instructional designers, and then they have to be um, entrepreneurs and do stuff like marketing and building a business and stuff like that. It's a little bit yeah. overwhelming. So anything we can do to help people level up, especially on the marketing front as a course creator, as a coach, what what is the low-hanging fruit with email marketing? Where can people go first to get some quick wins to, uh, in on the email marketing area? Sure. Okay. It's a really simple one. What I would do if I wanted to make some sales quickly today, I would open up my email marketing tool and I would look at who are the people who are opening my emails? Who are my hyper engaged people? And then I filter them in in some way and send an offer to those people right now. They're the people who love hearing from you. They're the people who love what you have to share the most. So you want to know the people who are hyper engaged and send an offer, an opportunity for them to work with you or purchase from you or to take that relationship to the next level. That's the lowest hanging fruit. One of the things a lot of business owners try and do is they try and, especially people who are selling online stuff where there's, you know, maybe it's completely intangible things like courses is they'll go after trying to get new customers all the time. So they'll put a lot of their focus on, okay, great. How do I optimize that Facebook ads campaign that I'm running? Or, oh, well, maybe, maybe I could take that ads campaign and apply it to YouTube and, and get some traffic from there. But actually they kind of neglect what Kennedy just picked up on there. You basically have to fish in the pond. Yeah, fish in the pond you've already built for yourself. There's no point in trying to scale it all up if, if unless you work with what you've already got and maximize the relationships you've already got because you've already paid for that. You've already paid that for that in time and effort in all that outreach and all that content you've put out there and all that authority you've been building in the various different ways. You've built a great community. You already have, most of us already have a decent sized business under our noses. For ourselves, we've been speaking to people on our podcast, the email marketing show, who have tiny, and I mean tiny lists, tiny lists who are making like a million plus dollars a year. And and we often, we're all sold this dream, usually 
by people who are selling how to build your list courses that we need to have a massive list. You don't. You really need to just focus on what we've got. So that's one of the things I would certainly do first. I love that you mentioned that. A lot of people um, stay focused and obsessed, like you're saying, on the top of the funnel or getting new leads. A, a client of mine once said something about your existing customers or leads. Uh, they said that they're not in the witness protection program. You can talk to them. <laughs> you, can, you can make offers. And in fact, like you're saying, it's one of the easiest places to go to generate more revenue. Uh, a mistake we, we were making for absolutely months here at Response Suite. We were like, why aren't the sales numbers being hit? And we realized it's because we're really good at generating leads, but we weren't doing any selling. How many of us are guilty of that, of going, oh, well, I've got my front-end offer. I've got like an opt-in bribe and I've optimized the hell out of it. I've built a beautiful page. I've got content out there. I've got a podcast, whatever it might be. And you're not actually asking for any sales. So a, a really important decision and a, a big shift for us was to say, hang on, what about sales? Yeah. And I'm, and like you said, a small list can be a good thing. I'm As a student and a, a coaching client of somebody else, there's a particular program I'm in that doesn't have a lot of people. I don't know how big the list is, but I'm paying tens of thousands of dollars to be in there. So that person like doesn't even need, they have a lot of people in there actually, but they don't even need that many to have a, you know, a very viable business. And they're really focused on a specific type of person. So yeah, they just need to have a deep relationship with a few people, you know, rather than like starfishing all over everything. It's like, you can just really go narrow on that one thing. Well, I know one of the things you guys are experts at is you call it mass personalization. Um, how do we do that? Like, what do you guys mean by that? So it's all about asking questions that help you to understand who each of your customers are and exactly what they want. Because it doesn't matter what kind of course you sell or who you serve or what that course is going to help them to overcome. They want it for different reasons. They want a different outcome. I mean, let's imagine if you created a course about how to do, I don't know, Facebook ads. Well, that's now going to appeal to people who want to do Facebook ads, whether they've never run a Facebook ad before in their life, or they're currently spending a million dollars on Facebook ads, but they think they can get better results than they're currently getting. And if you think about that vast chasm, that vast difference between those two different types of people, you now realize, and, and everybody in the middle of those two people, you now realize that they need to be talked to in very different ways about things in a very different manner. I mean, let's look at Netflix for a second. Netflix is such a huge monster with, I don't know, millions of customers. A friendly monster. A friendly monster. <laughs> with millions of customers, but they totally understand the importance of personalization. And when they first came out, it was a little bit ahead of its time, I think, actually. It felt like it was a I little bit so. too soon when they first launched. But now we live in a world where most people can't comprehend rushing home from school or rushing home from work to watch that program that's on at 7 p.m. or whatever. That would be late school. At 4 p.m. and they want to watch that program, otherwise they'll miss it. Because for years, we've been trying to solve that problem for years. So, you know, VHS recorders came out so you could record that program. Then eventually that became a digital box where you could record it on the digital box and watch it back when you wanted to. And now with the advent of Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and all of the rest of them, you can now just go and watch the program you want to watch when you want to watch it. And not only that, but they're then able to personalize the experience that you're having inside your Netflix dashboard, if you like, by showing you more of the stuff you're likely to watch. So my stepmom and I share a Netflix account. And she said to me, which I'm sure you're not supposed to do, but she said <laughs> on, on her profile on the Netflix account, she said, oh, have you seen that amazing murder mystery thing that's on at the minute? 
And I said, she just told me what it's called. I can't remember now. And it's I said, called Murder Mystery. <laughs> oh, is it? Maybe. Yeah. And I said, no, I've never, I haven't seen it. The that, Aniston wrote that's one. not being suggested to me because it doesn't fall in line with the stuff I like to watch. And so what we realize is that now course creators need to follow suit. Unfortunately, you don't have to be a, you know, a financed billion dollar company in order to do it. You just have to pay a little bit more attention, ask people the right questions to find out who they are, what they want help with, why they want help with that thing, and then go after it. And it's really simple to do. Like, it sounds like you need to have some technology, really clever thing created. You really don't. The, the resources, the tools, the, the things that you can do in order to sort of enter somebody else's mental bubble is are already around. So, for example, a really simple way of doing it. Let's give me a, is it okay if I sort of share a simple campaign? Is that kind yeah. of style we go with? I'm not really speaking all the rules here, but um, <laughs> cool. All right. So, the simplest way, imagine somebody joins your list and you want to sell them a membership into your program that you've got. So there's a, you've got one membership program and it probably solves a number of problems for a number of different types of people and different people will tap. If it's anything like my membership programs or Rob's membership programs, your membership program, if it's anything like those, we sort of help different people through the various bits of content, right? So rather than trying to sell everybody through the same way and hope that they're going to just ignore rather than be confused by all the stuff that's irrelevant to them on that sales page, what if you did this instead? Hello, you're on my list. Thank you for being on my list. I want to know how I can help you the most. So I've put together a two-question survey, a really simple two-question survey. It requires you to do no typing, which means no thinking, and you only have to click your mouse twice. All I want you to do is go and take this so I can help you the most all right, well, it's going to take me probably three seconds, two clicks on my mouse. I'm probably most likely to do that. Unlike the surveys I've seen in the past, which suck, they're boring because you're asking me for all this information about stuff that I hate and I don't even remember anymore. And they're then going to ignore that information anyway because they can't read a thousand people's essay answers and do anything with it. So they're basically a waste of time and we know it as a person filling in a survey. So none of that's going to happen. So, hey, I'll give you guys a chance. I'm going to go and take that survey. So I get out of the survey. It looks gorgeous. It's fully branded. It's trusted. I love that because trust's really important online, right? So the first, one of the questions is, what's your current situation? Uh, and, and, and let's say we're in a business, it's a business membership just for the, the sake of, of ease, right? Let's say we teach email marketing just because that's the thing that we talk about and we can probably give some rather sensible examples about that rather than something like, I don't know, how to like grow a mermaid on, a, on an October morning or something. So let's talk about email marketing. Um, so we're going to ask, the first question is going to be, how experienced are you with this? Is it like, I've never done email marketing before and I'm very new and I'm out of the gate and what the hell is all of this? Is it, I've done some and I sort of know what I'm doing, but I've never had any results. Is it, I've had some results, but I'm dissatisfied? Or is it, I'm an absolute rock star. Let's let, show me some advanced email marketing stuff. That's, that, that's, that's sort of where I, where I could be. Now, the content of what would be relevant to me, depending on which one of those four things I choose, will be very different. And the, and the reason I'm going to buy your membership or become a member will be very different. The second question is really about the challenge. And that is, what's your current biggest challenge? And that's really important. What's your biggest challenge right now, your current challenge? And I might say, my biggest challenge is, one, growing my email list. Two, it's getting my email list to engage with me. Uh, option number three might be getting my engage list to actually buy something from me. We'll just take those three options. Based on what I've said in that question, when I hit submit on that survey, 
what we're going to do is link our survey to our email marketing system. So that might be your active campaign or your convert kit, or it might be your, your MailChimp or whatever the heck it might be. You're going to link it so that when the person hits submit on that survey, two things are going to happen straight away. The first thing that's going to happen is depending on their choice of what their current challenge is, I'm going to take them to a different thank you page on hitting submit. And that thank you page is a sales letter for the membership angled specifically around your challenge. So I'm going to say to you, hey, come and join my super duper email marketing membership because it's going to help you get started with your email marketing and start building your list. Flipping heck, that's talking straight to me. Whereas Rob, he's a bit more experienced. He filled out the same survey at the same time. And he said, he's really got a great massive list, but he's getting terrible engagement. No one's opening it. He hits submit and he gets a different page. And it says, here's how to re-engage and create maximum engagement from your email list. And I talk about this in our membership in here, here, and here. Whereas Grace, who works for us here at Response Suite, she's an absolute email marketing ninja. She's been doing it for years. She's fabulous at it. And so when she hits submit, she sees a sales page, which is all about the same membership, but talking about how this is about using that next level of, of know-how in email marketing. Simultaneously, something happens. So that's the thank you page. Simultaneously, something else is going to happen inside of your active campaign, your MailChimp, or whatever the heck you're using. Sure. So all you now need to do is have the survey also apply different tags or put them on different lists. That sort of depends on which email marketing platform you're using. Let's say Active Campaign or ConvertKit or MailChimp or something. It's likely to put them onto a list and or apply a tag. And then that means you can now kickstart a campaign or an automation. They all have these different words, a campaign or an automation, a sequence of emails that go out based on that particular thing. So if they don't join and buy it right there and then on that thank you page, well, now you get to send them a sequence of emails, but all the emails are relevant. I mean, can you imagine if you have somebody who tells you that they're a brand new beginner, they're, you know, they're new to this, they don't know quite what they're doing. They go into one little bubble over there, but then the people who say that they're quite advanced, they go into another little bubble over there. And now what happens at the same time, you send one bunch of emails across to the, uh, the beginner people and all of your case studies are about people just like them. This is Timothy. Timothy was brand new. He'd never even looked at a computer before. He didn't know what a mouse was. And now he's a billionaire. You know, uh, maybe not that example, but you, you haven't given case studies that True are really, story. really glued to them. But then you have somebody who's really advanced and their case studies are all about much more advanced things. Here's a company that was making $10 million a year and now by applying our strategy, then I'm making $100 million a year. And now what it means is if you compare that to the way you can currently do it, where you're just sending people maybe a testimonial today and then an, uh, an objection that you overcome the following day, you're kind of just guessing and hoping that that's going to fit. Now, what this also allows you to do is beyond that initial sales process is to fine tune every single email that you ever send down that stream, down that, down that path towards that person. Because now if you ever think, well, do you know what? We've just got this amazing new case study from our, our biggest ever client. <laughs> I'm only going to send that to the people who can kind of see what it would be like to be that person. Because I know as a beginner, if you send me this case study about some really advanced thing, I'm not going to be able to relate to that. I'm never going to be able to picture myself being in the position to sell my company for a billion dollars because that's not my world. So that's about for us as, as course creators and membership owners. It's about meeting people where they are to offer them the help, the assistance, the outcomes that they need at their stage and not overwhelming them. Because one of the biggest, if you've got a membership site, you'll probably know this already, that one of the biggest reasons people leave membership sites is because of overwhelm. 
It's because, and overwhelms basically, I'm seeing too much irrelevant stuff and I haven't, got imp- I haven't got time to implement the stuff that is relevant. So if we can remove a lot of that overwhelm from the sales part of the element, that sales bit up front, we're going to attract more people who feel like they're, we're speaking their language. If you've ever done any, I've never done, but from friends of ours who've had sales jobs, one of the things you do if you've ever, ever been a salesperson is you sit down and do what's called the consultative sell. You sit and find out where the person's at and what their biggest challenge is. And then the way you sell the, your product or service to them is based on all of that. Well, for a lot of us, sitting down opposite somebody, selling is either terrifying, that's what it is for me, or it's not possible at the scale you want to do it. You don't want to do it online that way. But this having like a survey or a quiz type thing so early on in that process allows you to have that consultative sell without that terrifying moment of being in front of the person and also to do it at scale where you wouldn't be able to do that for a lower price item. Wow. That, that was awesome. I think I'm going to be signing up for response suite soon. <laughs> this is uh... That was like response suite, the movie there. Sorry. We, uh, we yeah. But, but what's important is yes, response suite is a solution that we built to do that, but yeah. you can do that other ways. We yeah. don't need to get all. We've just come here to go buy response suite 400 times. You probably should. Haven't, haven't we? Yeah. Haven't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's what we're about. We're really about tailoring that experience because I don't know about you, but I get way too much irrelevant email. Yeah. Way I mean, too low, much. low open rates is, uh, I mean, you can solve that. Be more relevant. I mean, there's people, yeah. companies that I'm on the email list, not individual communications that I can't wait to open when I see them. And that's what, that's because they're relevant. I wanted to dig into something you said and, and what, in your two question survey, which I think is super valuable. Like it's a more mature way of looking things to, instead of just having like one customer avatar or whatever you want to call it, to have those questions to be like, you know what, you're actually probably have got a couple groups and let's figure out how to, um, like what are, so what I want to ask you is what are, you, you kind of mentioned it, but I just want to revisit it. If you're going to ask two questions, what are the best two questions that people could start using to think about? And you mentioned, I believe, um, what's your biggest challenge? And you have the three core challenges that your, your business or your course solves. And the other one, I think, was skill level. But, it's like, like age, where, how experienced are you? But there's a, yeah. no way that's one of our examples. That's the, sort of, that's the core one that we usually go back to. Yeah. And so that's the one that fits most circumstances. But really the big question you need to ask is, what is the key information that I need to know about somebody in order to make a better job, a more informed sales process for them? So for example, if you were to, um, I mean, for example, let's, let's take you, you're going to have people who, who are coming and, and uh, you know, joining and using your platform because they are, they want to create a course and they want to make sure they get it right from the beginning and they've decided that yours is the way to go. There'll be other people who are who currently have their course in a different platform, believe it or not, and they're fed, shocking, and they're by fed the way. up with shocking. it. They're fed up with it. They don't okay. like it. It's not working. It's clunky, and they're just dissatisfied, and they want to move. So I that's- have uh, I have something just to share with you. Is I have three groups. I call them starters, switchers, yeah. and builders. There you so, go. And the switchers is what you're talking so you, on. You, you need to yeah. figure out which one of those they are. And yeah. that's one of your questions. So because the way you're going to approach that sales process is going to be different depending on that. So what, what, what I'd encourage everybody to do is to think about what it is that they sell. So for example, one of our clients, Paul, is a salsa dancing instructor, runs a big salsa dancing school in real life. That sounds like one of those terrible internet marketing examples. <laughs> yeah. but the also has like a golfer or whatever <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 dog training the usual <laughs> uh, fish juggling you know we've seen um and the is that just me um so 
Uh, but Paul also sells online salsa training as well. And so one of the big important things for him to know when somebody comes into his world is, are they somebody who considers themselves to have two left feet like me and doesn't dance at all? Are they somebody who's had some training, but maybe not salsa? Are they somebody who's done quite a lot of salsa training and wants to upskill? So in that case, that is about skill and proficiency in the opinion of the <laughs> the proficiency is in the eye of the beholder. Um, proficiency in the eye of the customer. And so that would be his example. For other people, it might be based on something more demographic, like where do they live and how old are they? If you sell fitness, this is an example we see with a lot of our clients. Mm-hmm. If you sell fitness and health products, if somebody is 25 to 35, the way that you're going to help them to exercise, lose weight and live a healthy lifestyle is probably going to be very different from somebody who's 70 and is you know tr- trying to up their health in that area of life. Likewise, if somebody is uh, male, the way that their body responds to training is going to be different to if they're female. And so there's important information to know here. Uh, it could be a do. One of the things you could think about, uh, one of your questions could be, and sometimes this works, sometimes it doesn't. So just bear in mind, just another example, is to do with the media and how they like to consume information. So I know in membership that can be a thing. So uh, example for us, if you like to consume audio stuff, we'll suggest to people, go check out the email marketing show. It's a podcast on the on podcast player, blah, 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 usual stuff. Where like you did at the beginning of this episode, if you prefer to watch video, you could find the email marketing show on the YouTube as well. So we do the same sort of thing. Or if you like like PDFs and stuff like that, we've got some courses or whatever that's my, my going to be. So again, it could be to do with the media. How do they like to consume stuff? Because again, in all of your messaging, you will focus on that, that message, oh, we've got all these lovely PDFs. You can read them whenever you want to read them, blah, 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 blah. Ra- rather than, oh, we've got this podcast to people who have never listened to a podcast before. So it's like Rob said, it's literally about what are the conversation, what are the questions I would have with a person if I was actually brave enough and skilled enough to have conversations face to face? And what are the fewest number of questions I could ask? Don't go for more than three. As soon as I get to more than three, you're into like, this is a terrible old fashioned survey. The other one that works really, really well is uh, to find out what their sort of aspirations are. So for example, if you teach somebody how to make money on the internet and build their own business, you will get somebody who is in their 20s and wants to have a Ferrari and a nine bedroom house and 15 girlfriends that you travel around the world with on your super yacht. Stop talking about me like that. (laughs) (laughs) And then, I said 20s. (laughs) And then there will be other people who are in their 60s, approaching very soon retirement or recently retired, and they want to earn an extra $2,000 a month just to pay the bills so their pension is a bit more, you know, their their sort of pensions investments are a bit more fun money. And again, that's very, very different. If you start using case studies and testimonials and examples, with kids with their private jets and all this amazing stuff, that's, that's going to turn off. It's not going to appeal to that demographic who are older. And because of this person, this mass personalization, this idea of having conversations at scale on a personal level, it means, like you said before, we don't have to have a customer avatar anymore and shoehorn all of our stuff and say, well, if you don't fit our avatar, you can go away. We can now say, okay, great. We have this little pocket over here, this little pocket over here. And we serve all of those people and we serve them all equally well. I can help all of them. So I'm going to. Do you remember that thing that people used to talk about a lot, which was to do a customer journey? It's like everyone's on that yeah. sort of same one stream. We actually believe that's not really the case anymore because of the way Amazon and many other, not Amazon, but yeah, Amazon and uh, Netflix and stuff all are now. We, we basically talk about dynamic customer journeys where people move between different streams and, and, and find themselves through going through different sort of, almost like different currents depending on the choices they make. And that, that allows them to have a much more personalized experience. So it's really, really important to think 
Another big thing that I think people forget, and this is a bit more advanced, so we're not going to go into really how to do it today, but just to sort of set the seed, sort of sow the seed of when it's really important to remember that people will change. So the person who joins your list is not that, when they join your list and you ask them some questions to a survey at that point, they're not going to stay having that same challenge in that position forever. Because you're going to help them. Because you're going to help them. They're going to mature. They're going to not only take on your content, but take other people's content. They're going to research themselves. They're going to ask their friends, et cetera, et cetera. So you also want to make sure that you insert surveys and other ways of segmenting your people throughout their journeys with you, throughout these different streams. And that might be when they've registered for a webinar is a great time to ask them a couple of questions about what they're hoping to get out of it. Or when they've just joined the new program, what, how they're, what they're really looking forward to getting out of it. Or when they're exiting a program, if they're going to leave is another really good time to do that. The idea is to constantly be just checking in and going, a bit like a doctor comes around and does the, does, does the reviews of the patients on the ward and says, I just want to just take your temperature and see where you're at and how's that going. You want to just keep a constant finger on the pulse of that person. And you can wrap these up in really cool, exciting ways. For example, we've got a customer who's just done a really great thing. She's releasing a new training and has asked people to decide on what the cover for that, the, you know, the graphic for that cover should be. So what's happening is there's a survey goes out and it says, hey, I'm working on this new video course, I think it is. Would you mind choosing one of these four covers? And when they get to the survey, there's four images and they just click the one that they want to use and it sort of selects that one. And then a second question appears that says, great, just so I can make sure that the content of this is perfectly tailored to you, which of these things would help you the most right now? Uh, great, submit, done. Super quick. But the angle to get them into it was, which of these graphics would you find most appealing and would you most like to be the cover of this new artwork? Well, a couple of things have happened now. First of all, that respondent, the person filling it, the filler inner, as we call them, the, the person filling in the survey, they yeah. have now become sort of emotionally invested in the thing that you're going to create, which first of all is very cool. They've cast their vote as to which one they want. That's great. But the second thing that comes out of that is that they have kind of followed through. It's sort of that commitment and consistency thing. What got them to, to the survey was the fact they want to have a say on that thing and they voted for it. But now the, the second question appears and now that makes them feel even more a part of it because now they get to contribute what they would like to be included in that thing, which means you can submit that. And now when it comes to go ahead and sell them that thing, you can focus so, so heavily on that specific pain point all the way. Anything with all of this though, is the way that surveys have been done for absolutely eons is they've been anonymous, which is actually, we believe it's a real mistake. And the reason it's a mistake is because while we could survey a hundred thousand people and find out that the single, the biggest single proportion is 40% of people want thing A, we can't actually talk to every, anybody individually because we just see them as big blobs of different bits of information. So the really important bit of information you want to add to the end of your survey is to ask for a contact information. So that could be someone's email address, because that's usually how most of these email service providers sort of target and, and uh, use and, and store the, the information against a, against a record is via their, their email address. So what we do is always ask for that email address. Now, of course, if they're already on your list, if your, if your survey provider allows you to do this, you can 
pass that email address invisibly through to the survey, which means it won't ask for their email address again. It will just be attached to their record invisibly. For so them, you, it looks anonymous. It looks like they're just yeah. clicking. Sure. sure. I mean, obviously, don't say it's anonymous if it's not, because that's shady and we don't want to ever do that. But yeah. it means you can tag that person individually. That's the really important thing here. You, you want to be tagging people individually. You don't want to be just collecting a mass of data, which you can't actually do anything with. This is about creating that mass, which is that scale, individuality, that segmentation, that personalization. Keep listening. This podcast is not over. This is just a special message about this episode's sponsor, WP Tonic Managed WordPress LMS Hosting. Think of it as everything you need to have a professional online course training platform right out of the box, ready to go. Find out more about WP Tonics managed WordPress LMS hosting by going to lifterlikes.com forward slash tonic. Now back to the show. That is awesome. And I'm, I'm looking on your site over on Response Suite and I'm looking at the use cases. You've got email segmentation, lead generation, webinar show up, membership retention, coaching application, uh, customer satisfaction. All of these use cases are relevant to course creators and and, um, you know, there, it's not just about the front end and the top of the funnel and, and all this. Like, for example, I wanted to ask you about the scenario where one of the dangers of a membership site, especially if you have a really prolific creator and expert, is they make so much stuff. And then the years tick by and the years tick by and the courses add up and then they start bringing in other experts to teach on their platform and the platform gets really massive. Right. And then when a new person drops in, it's like, oh my gosh, I don't know where to start. What what do I need? How can you use a, a survey to like guide the learning journey or the choose your own adventure? So we talk about this a lot and it's one of our favorite applications of this concept is that the moment somebody joins your membership program, the first thing that they could see either immediately after paying or immediately after logging in, whichever you want, uh, is they see a survey. Again, it's a simple two, maybe three question survey. And again, it follows the same structure that we talked about. Who are you? In other words, where are you at? What do you want right now? What's your big obstacle? And where would you like to be? So what's your big aspiration? And so now what happens is as soon as they come in, you're now able to ask them those questions and they're able to click those options and hit submit. And now you can take them to the specific category of content that is going to give them the quickest win. Because let's face it, in membership sites where it's a recurring monthly or annual thing, you have to get them quick wins. Otherwise, they start to become demotivated. They start to drop off. And so if you can get it to the point where you might have a thousand hours of content inside your members area, and we're not saying that you hide stuff if they haven't chosen it. Of course, you still want to leave it and have it be accessible to them, however it would normally be but you can at least show them the stuff that's most relevant first. And that can happen as soon as they fill it in, you could create into a page where it's like, great, watch these modules first. That's going to get you a super quick win. And what happens is your members finish up feeling like this is a membership site they can't imagine not being a member of. Like if you can get them to feel comfortable and at home and like, this is for people like me. This is not for people who do what I do. This is for people like You're talking straight to me in my situation, at my stage, about my issues. Our friend Natalie, who's uh, founder of bossbabe.com, talks about market... I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, but it's something like the best form of marketing is the marketing that feels like you're in my head. 
Yeah. And so you want your members, once they've just paid you, to get in and instantly, there's no buyer's remorse because the moment they get in, they see a bunch of stuff that solves their problem. They can see everything else as well if they go and dig for it, that's fine. Uh, and later they'll come onto that. But for the time being, initially, they can see all the stuff that's going to help them right there and then. Now, furthermore, you'll obviously want to have some sort of onboarding sequence that is designed to get them to find the Facebook group or the community or the forum, the bit that's designed to help them work out where they manage their account and the bit where they do all those things. And that onboarding sequence can now be perfectly tailored to them as well. Because like we said, not only does it connect to your membership platform to unlock all the right stuff, but it also makes sure that it sends them the right email sequence inside ActiveCampaign or whatever in order to make sure that you say, oh, did you see this module? It will really help you too. We're a big fan of um, consumption emails. Uh, so getting people to buying and then rather than just focusing on selling them more stuff, actually get sending them emails that get them to consume the thing they've just bought because that, that drives long-term brand ambassadors, which is a term that gets banded around too much, but it, it drives long-term fans, raving fans. So for us, if you can do something that makes the consumption of your membership site not only easier, but better for them because they get better results, then that's a win-win. So the first thing people see when they join your membership program should definitely be a survey. That is awesome. I, I really appreciate that. Now, if you know, the, a lot of people listen to this are WordPress people. They have a, they want to own the platform. They have their own WordPress website. How would they use something like Response Suite on their WordPress site? Like, how do they make it happen? It sounds like Response Suite really connects to whatever CRM marketing automation tool people like. But how do you get it? to be part of the website experience. Yeah, easy. So all you do is literally, once you've built your survey, which literally, if you can use Canva, or if you can like drag a piece of, uh, drag an image on your desktop, if you can drag a thing on your computer, you can build a survey with, with Response Suite. We, Rob and I are not technical whatsoever. We didn't develop it. We have our developer here in the office who does all of that. Yeah, so it's all developed right here in the Northeast of England as well, which is lovely, because we get to go, no, I still don't understand. Off, show us again. Show us again. <laughs> Colin, our developer, literally sometimes will try and explain something about the software to us and how it works. And we go, right, uh, don't get it. Explain that again. And you'll say, right, imagine a little rabbit. And the rabbit lives in a hole. It's like story time in the response office. Yeah, we sit on the, on the, on the comfy carpet. Uh, so, so literally, you build, you, build, you build the survey. And then when you configure it, so you, on the next page, you'll tell it how to integrate with which, which platform you want to integrate with. That might be your active campaign or your, whatever it's going to be. And then on the sharing page, when you, when you choose how to share that survey, you've got a number of options. One, you can take the URL, like a link, and you can send that to people. And it's on a hosted page with response suite. That's fine. You can do that. But if you want it inside of your member's site, so not only people who are members of your site who are paying you can see that, we give you a single line of code. You paste that into your WordPress and boom, it's added right there onto your WordPress. And literally, as soon as you update something in Response Suite, it's updated straight away there, there and then. And we take care of all that resizing and stuff on the fly so that it always looks fabulous as well. And because your brand's really important, what's really nice about it is you can put your brand colors and logos and, and fonts and all that sort of stuff to make it really on brand for you. There's nothing worse than going around the internet and going, oh, I can see they're using that, that sort of uh, that, that survey builder because they all look the blooming same it has to look right for you and has to fit really beautifully inside of, of your member's site or your platforms. And that's what we're really passionate about for you as well. I love that. And a really, just like a nuanced thing you mentioned actually really early in the call I wanted to highlight is you said something about don't make them work too hard or think. They just have to click. They don't have to fill out. I think when people get into surveys, they think of this long, like multi-state, like 
lots of questions, paragraph text that I need to like type in. It's a lot of work. Sure. So, sure. So, yeah. so what's I mean, your philosophy? Yeah, we have we have a couple of things to tell you about that. If you're building a survey, whether it's with, with response suite or not, here, let's give, we'll give you some tips in a second on how to get more people to complete your surveys, whatever you're using them for. Because as we've already explained, and by listening to this episode, watching this episode, you obviously understand already that there is a value in running surveys to your audience. So we'll give you some tips on how to get more people completing them. Because if they're not completing them, then that's kind of a waste of time. Before we go into that, one of the things that does help with completion, but it's what you mentioned there, is about what we call clicking, not thinking. So when someone sees an open box, whether it's a single line field or a multi-line text field, they know I'm going to have to think about something and that will immediately make people think, oh, think about that and come back to it. Well, we know when people come back to things. Never. (laughs) It's never happening because they're on to the next thing and looking at, you know, chicken. And understandably. Yeah, absolutely. We're all busy, right? Whereas if you present me a bunch of options, all I've got to do is decide and then click. I can be like in my pajamas, having a coffee in the morning, a bit hungover or whatever, and just click fairly mindless. And I can do it as a reflex reaction without engaging my brain. That's going to immediately get you some higher engagement and higher completion. Also, the fact you've passed over invisibly their email address means they don't even have to write in their own email address. How lazy are we getting as a race, by the way, these humans that we are? So uh, so the, ne- the next piece of that in terms of getting more completions is put a single question per page. So split your survey up into, over multiple pages, put a single question per page. It does increase completion rate. The next way to add on top of that is to drag in and add in a a progress bar. Some people can see how many more pages they're going to be because you don't want to be partway through thinking, will this ever end? I mean, if you've got two questions, they click once, they're 50% of the way through. And when you see that bar shoot, that's a really happy day. Uh, Yeah, so we've purposely programmed the, the, the progress bar in response suite. So that's actually encouraging rather than, than demotivating as well. So there's a few things you can do. A single question per page, clicking, not thinking, and put a progress bar in, and you'll immediately see a bump based on if you're not doing those things. Well, we certainly have and so have our customers. Those are some solid tips. Rob and Kennedy, I want to thank you for coming on the show. We have a culture of learning here at Lifter LMS, and, and you two have done a lot of teaching, which uh, we really appreciate. Um, a lot of talking. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> well, talking is teaching if, if you do it right, and you guys are doing it right, which is awesome. And if people want to go deeper on your content and go into the email marketing show, what should they do? And if people want to go into the survey tool response suite, what should they do? Okay, a couple of things before we tell you that. Yeah. That'd be really cool things we hook you up with just for uh, being here and hanging out and spending time with us. We really appreciate you. And we're going to tell you about that in just a second. Before that, we have a little confession to make. Okay. Uh, that is that just before we jumped on the call, we decided we'd play a little game because we like to try and lighten, lighten things up. And so here's our little game. We said, we're going to do the interview. We're going to give the best answers that we possibly can. It's going to be a great episode if we can do it. But along the way, we're going to drop in little hints or metaphors or like ideas. Turns of phrase. Turns of phrase towards a particular theme. Now that theme has nothing to do with courses or membership sites or marketing or business or life or any of that stuff. It's a random theme. And we've dropped in little metaphors. So for example, if the theme, and it's not, but if the theme was farmyard animals, then I might have said something like, oh, I went to my 
favorite recipe of the day, and I was really pigging out on that big steak. Oh, Rob, move out of the way of the microphone. <laughs> now, that wasn't the theme, and those weren't the metaphors, because you don't notice those. They're a little bit more subtle than that. But we dropped Not much more, to be honest. <laughs> because we like, to, we like to, you know, the way that we market is all about dropping ideas into people's heads and influencing and persuading them in a really nice way. So we've been dropping in little ideas into your subconscious mind, and you might need to listen back to the episode again from beginning to end, but along the way, if you listen again, you might just catch it. It'll stand out was. like a sore thumb on that second listen. If you hear it, and if you work out what the theme is, make sure you tweet us. It's at Response Suite. And if you get it, you'll get a prize. Don't know what the prize is yet, because we've just made it up, but you'll get some sort of prize uh, just to say thank you and congratulations for getting it. So that's the little game. Okay. So if you want to hear more about email marketing, how we like to teach it, and also hear some guests talking about what they're doing in their businesses, of course, you obviously love podcasts. You've got smashing, impeccable taste. So listen to our show, The Email Marketing Show, free podcast across all the players. And finally, Response Suite. Well, what should you do about that, Rob? So whatever you do, don't go to responsesuite.com and just buy it because we want to hook you up with something special for listening to the podcast. Instead of doing that, what you want to do is, well, here's what we're going to give you, first of all. You can try Response Suite out for two full weeks for just a single dollar. That's the first bit. So you've got two weeks to get in there, get it set up, create a survey, make something happen uh, and start getting better results with it. That's the first bit. And on top of that though, we're also going to, because you can get that at responsibly.com, but don't, we're going to give you this. Uh, The first thing you're going to get is a four part video training course that we put together. Uh, which is called the Survey Marketing Masterclass. It's actually not on sale at any price right now. When it was on sale, it was just under $500. And it basically walks you through eight full campaigns. We've touched on a couple of them here, but it walks you through eight full campaigns, talks about the emails to send, the questions to ask, why it works, how it works. The psychology sitting behind them. In full detail. So we'll give you that for free, just for taking the 14-day $1 trial. And you'll get a free 20-minute implementation call with either Kennedy or myself. We'll hop, whoever's available, we'll hop on a call with you and we'll find out what, where you're at in your business. We'll find out how response is going to work for you best. We'll basically help you kickstart the implementation of it so that you can work out what questions you need to ask, how to do it, all of that stuff. So to get all of that, then what you need to do is head over to this URL. It's responsesuitedeal.com forward slash lifter LMS. So if you go to response suite deal, obviously it's S-U-I-T-E, responsesuitedeal.com forward slash lifter LMS, then you'll be able to grab all of that stuff we just talked about. Rob and Candy, I really appreciate it. You out there listening, head on over to responsesuitedeal.com forward slash lifter LMS. Thank you so much, guys, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having, Thanks for having us. us. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I hope you enjoyed the show. This show was brought to you by Lifter LMS, the number one tool for creating, selling, and protecting engaging online courses to help you get more revenue, freedom, and impact in your life. Head on over to lifterlms.com and get the best gear for your course creator journey. Let's build the most engaging results getting courses on the internet.